and we are back episode 54 of journey to a million and we are going to be talking of course about the week 13 takeaways and we'll be giving you our week 14 preview here on the podcast and you might be wondering right it's just zach and drew here zach roush and zach how you doing i will see hopefully my headphones survive through the through the episode Hopefully they do. Batteries, so I might have to plug them in. Oh, we'll make uh, it <laughs> classic. Um, and then yeah, I'm here. And why I said you might be surprised, just Zach and myself here. Uh, Jared is unfortunately sick. He, you know, it's it's getting flu season, and it sounds like Jared's a little under the weather. However, he's playing he hooky. Report- he's playing hooky. Oh, okay, well, Zach's no, he, gonna. He's actually sick. He's actually yeah. sick. We, we we just talked to him uh, before. We went live in the air here, and um, yeah, we're hoping he's feeling better. But we were able to fortunately get the draft drafts for you done, the team, the player picks. And last minute, we were trying to get some sort of fill in here, but you know, oh, it's fine. You know, it's just gonna be Zach and I tonight, and we'll we'll still give you our good conversations. And um, again, unfortunately, we were trying to get some guests on, but ended up just not working out in terms of you know logistics, time, and it was late notice. But we can still tell you. Uh, how we did on team picks, and I guess maybe I shouldn't say how I did, but Zach, you can you lost them both. Yeah, you, you lost know. them both. Lost this them both. Typical week. Typical week. Very typical week. Oh, oh no! I gotta hold on. Okay, we're good now. Hey, don't, lose don't lose to soda. Don't lose to soda. I didn't lose the soda. Not sponsored, but um, you know, rough week for me in the team picks. I. I I was li- living a little risky after winning week 12. So I was like, all right, let's. I felt like I was playing with some house money. You know, it, it felt pretty good until it didn't. <laughs> Same with in, um, in, in fantasy picks. I was like, okay, just win. You know, we can maybe get win five here, catch up to Zach and uh, play with a little bit of house money too. Yeah, you're again. not catching up. Looks like I'm not catching up. Um, yeah, it was a tough pill to swallow. Um, Fortunately, and now Jared passes me again on um, overall score for fantasy player picks, and he did not pass me yet on Yikes. team picks. That's not happening. He's getting oh, close. I would... He's getting close. There's no way. But yeah, I mean, I I know we were talking. I wasn't making excuses at all, right? All of our tight ends didn't perform, but you know, um, I was I was I was pretty surprised with how um, Moali Cox was used coming back even though jelani woods had a big game and i thought you know jeff saturday might want to you know put in and have, kind of see for next year right i felt jelani is a bigger piece of that team next year than moali cox's but that that speculation did not work as you see in my score along with other i, I believe i had jamar chase too maybe i was a week too early on that he did fine i mean he wasn't terrible i think he had 90 95 or something like that so yeah. he saw a solid week, just so, didn't score and didn't have a whole lot of receptions. But tough scene. You win some, you lose some. Some lose more than others, as we say. It seems like I say that every week here. But Zach, you go five and zero for the third time is our fourth time. Sorry, almost sold just short fourth there. Time. Week. What's up with me doing like every single thing? Um, You're me. You know, whether regret. it's if it's either team picks or Very fantasy mediocre. football, like my, I'll, I'll tell you this: my fantasy football record. When we when we go at the end of the year, I'm gonna tally up all the records, right? See how I did. It's gonna be right. It's gonna be either exactly 500 or a game or two above or below. I tell you that right now. Um, 
I'll be in the playoffs in probably four of six or three of six. So, you know, 50 Aren't you fighting. Aren't you fighting for a playoff spot? Like right on the edge and like all your leagues too. Um, So, I mean, you're familiar where Zach and I are in two, we're, we're in four leagues together. So, um, in all four of those leagues, either um, both of us aren't really doing doing well. I don't care about your league where you are. What are you like seventh or sixth in points scored? But number yeah, two, something like that. Like, like something like that. My team performs when it's needed, and they really show up in the the big moments. Don't you? I mean, granted, um, like looking at your roster, you probably it, it's weird because you you dealt with like a lot of I'm injuries getting in that one. Screwed by injuries. Like you trade Javante. for Jimmy G. I trade for Jimmy G to be my super flex, get two weeks of him, and then he goes out and gets hurt. Which well, that was Alex, very, right? Yeah, very unfortunate for Jimmy G, though. Yeah. He can't catch a break. So what was the trade on that? Uh I gave up uh my first round pick and I got his second round pick and Jimmy G. So I probably oh, traded back no. like five or six spots, maybe. Not terrible. Um, of course, first round pick that price tag. You know, no matter where it is, it's certainly yeah. something to look I mean, at. But it's still, uh, he's going to be eleventh in the league. So I'll get the second I, pick I, in the second round. I wonder about Jimmy G. Um, you know, looking too far ahead, maybe. But of course, that's something we got to talk about. You know, with him and Lance both injured. I mean, obviously, we I, we, we still expect with the capital spent on Lance. And even, you know, Jimmy G's going to probably recover from his injury sooner than Lance is, or will. Um, we, we, you'd imagine Lance is going to be the quarterback next year, though, still, right? Jimmy G to the Jets. What's That's his contract prediction. looking like? Jimmy G? He's a yeah, unrestricted free. free agent. Oh. He can't be yeah. franchise Tade, can't be nothing. He's yep, going to free so. agency. Jimmy G to Jets. That would be... Somebody's going to give him, like... He's probably gonna get out assume thirty million a year, something like that, somewhere. Somebody's gonna give it to him, and it won't be the 49ers. No. Um. So your your Jets thing's perfect, and I, I'm in the off season. You know, I, I know we're we're working out some plans, but I think I think perfectly. We're or I can tell you we're gonna probably we're definitely gonna be doing some free agent predictions. So, um, one one of those things being right. I mean, you mentioned Jimmy G Jets. If you think about it, it's probably a pretty good fit with that with the defense they built, a very underrated defense. And then on top of getting Hall back, the and then recreation of the 49ers, pretty much. Yeah. Just in the AFC. But there's no, is there any Shanahan uh, lineage coming from? Not, well, there's Robert Sala, and there's uh, uh, Mike LaFleur. Two, the offensive coordinator and head coach both came from the 49ers. So, so yeah. And they have Zach Wilson and Mike White. Mike, come on, Mike, Mike White is. He might perform himself into potentially when he hits or free agency um, into like a starting role for, you know, a, a team. I mean, like, I don't know what kind of team, but no, uh, he's played himself a bit. Look what, look, okay, look at what Baker is he? is he a free agent this year? Okay. The, the beauty of football is with all the contracts, we don't know whoever who or whoever is a free agent or not. I don't think he's a free agent. I think it's easier though. for baseball. Like, I mean, or even basketball. You can just... It's a one-year deal he's on. He's a free agent, Zach. Oh, really? He's unrestricted free agent. Well, that'd be interesting. But He's making two yeah, and a half million. I, I don't think he's... I'm trying to think of like a good comparison of what he could like 
Sinez. I don't it, like a like a Mitch Trubisky in uh, Pittsburgh, maybe. Where kind of he has like he's competing with like whatever other quarterback is there. He might like win the job, but it's not going to be just because he's. He, I don't think anybody's going to give him a starting job for a full year right off the bat. I think he's going to go into a competition somewhere, and he's going to have to win the competition. Sure, sure. He's he's certainly. I mean, just just with a track record, right? There's not enough of a track record to say you win this job. I, I'm still just shocked with the whole Baker Mayfield stuff. We were talking about, um, you know, uh, DJ Moore, and of course we'll we'll go into um, the offseason stuff more when we get there. But uh, really tough to see. I mean, so the Panthers what are you really talking about? Him. You're saying uh, I, I'm oh, getting okay. there, getting there, but um, just how they wave him. And then the Rams claim him. So, you know, good for Baker Mayfield. He's still yeah. going to be there. But is Baker Mayfield, he might be a backup quarterback for the rest of his career. I mean, maybe not the rest of his career, but he's certainly proven that he might not be a quarterback QB1, you know, and so far. Yeah. He's, but I mean, I think he's talk. still he's still good enough. Like, he's going to be a, a fringe starter, I guess. Like, kind of one of those guys that's kind of either a, a low-tier starter or a very good backup. I think that's that's kind of where he should be. Is that or what Zach where, Wilson will be? Uh that's a I don't know. That's, that's a good question. He's still like I feel he's still very young, so I think he he still needs some time to uh maybe I think he has to win that locker room back if he wants to be the starter again. But sure. Yeah. Um with Mike White, though, I'm oh, sorry, I was just thinking comparisons. Gardner Minshew, how about that? Yeah, yeah good, that works. good backup. Okay, yeah. Uh, but anyways, yes, DJ Moore. Um, many people, including myself, yes, myself, probably exclusively myself on the, the, this podcast, was hyping up DJ Moore as, or maybe not DJ Moore, but Baker Mayfield as DJ Moore's best wide receiver, which made me, or you know, or DJ Moore's best quarterback he's ever played with, which directly, you know, made me think, Hey, um, could be something there with DJ Moore career year. Okay, potentially. Every single Maybe. time, every single time Panthers have changed quarterback this year. This is what you text me. DJ Moore season. He's going <laughs> to okay, be great now. That is trolling. New quarterback. No, no. It's going to happen. Every that, that single is someone time trolling. when they went to PJ Walker, when they went to Sam Darnold, when they went back to Baker Mayfield, every Darnold. time. So far, my experiment of that tells me Darnold's the best one for him. And Darnold, Darnold will put him in potentially the top 2025. 20, All right, this is my experiment with it. DJ Moore does not have a stable quarterback, and you cannot trust weekly production. What if DJ Moore had a stable quarterback? Hmm. He'd be good, but does he have a stable quarterback? Mm. No. Uh, Darnold, Darnold is good enough to... I'm going back to what oh I said, God. and I'll change the Baker Mayfield to Sam Darnold because with Darnold, he gets targets. I mean, with with Baker Mayfield, there's weeks he was getting not even targets. I mean, it was it, it was pathetic. I just think that's an interesting development, but also you know, Cortland Sutton's has been an interesting development development now with the hamstring issue. He might not. It sounds like he's not even playing this week. So talk about like another guy who many people were. Hyping All up I know quarterback is change. I took Sutton's under for fantasy points last week. It's greatest pick of my life. His over under was at like 15 or something, which I would have taken the under even if like 
I, I just didn't think he had any chance of getting there, and then he ended up at zero. So good nice. pick. I thought the line line was a little high, though. So All right, this, DJ is what, this is what I wanted to talk about, though. Sure, sure. Right, we can go. We, we can, go we can get back to DJ Moore. Give me your top <laughs> yeah. five teams. Give me your top five NFL teams this year, right now, for this week. In order, top five NFL teams right now. In order for, uh, okay. So number one, you got to go with the Eagles. Um, yep. Number two, I need to have all the teams up because I'm going to miss someone and it's going to be bad. Um, let me pull up standings. Do do do. So it goes in this order. It's Eagles one, as I said, and then it goes. Um, I gotta say Bills two, even with that loss. And then I'll say Chiefs three. Wait, what loss are you talking about? Von Miller. Like Von Miller out for the year. That hurts me. That hurts a lot. I I like that pass rush. Like I I feel like it's more than people think. How many weeks has he been out though? Like the last three or four. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So uh I I I would Eagles, Bills, and then I said Chiefs. That's that's top three. And then I'll give you I'll say Cowboys at four, and then I'll say I'll say 49ers at five. Ooh, your hands for Niners. This is so all week I've been this I've been seeing like either Instagram reels, TikToks, where people are putting like the Chiefs and Bengals as top two teams in the AFC and saying the Bills have fallen off and aren't on the same level as them, which I don't understand it. I think the Bills I, should be put ahead of them right now. Bills went into Kansas City, yep. beat Kansas City. So did Cincinnati, which I guess you can count that as a as a wash, whatever. I think out of all three teams, they all have you can argue any of those offenses are the best offense, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Someone can take any offense and you really can't fault them for that. I think Bills easily have the best defense, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why people are saying the Bills aren't on the same tier as them, them other two. It's just is it recency bias just because the just because the Bengals beat the Chiefs at all of a sudden they're possibly the best team in the AFC and above the Bills? Yeah, I mean it's it's gotta be. I mean, just looking if we're looking at a full season long, even if we're speculating, you know, the rest of the season, you, you gotta like the Bills chances the most out of the I probably the most out of the AFC right now. Um yeah, even when even like looking at points. Is, People are saying, oh, Josh Allen can't beat Mahomes. Burrow can beat Mahomes. And so I, I went back and I looked. Last two years, the Chiefs are 1-5 against the Bills and the Bengals. The only win was that playoff game against Buffalo. And the whole, I guess, like, the whole point that, like, Josh Allen can't beat Mahomes in his last three games against the Chiefs. All right, starting with the, their game last year. Josh Allen was 15 for 26. Three touchdowns, no picks, 315 yards. And then he had three touchdowns, no picks, 329 yards. Four touchdowns, no picks, 329 yards again. He's played absolutely phenomenal against the Chiefs every game, and people are still saying he can't beat the Chiefs, even though he's 2-1 and one is, and has played phenomenal against them. So I don't understand why I, I don't, I don't get it either. Like Kansas City, oh, like Mahomes, best quarterback, whatever. He hasn't beaten... Burr or Josh Allen. And, and he's he's the MVP this year out of them three. Like he's played better than them this year. So I'm not saying that, but I just, I don't think you can say that 
the Chiefs are locks against either of those teams, especially with how they've played against them. It's just it's been frustrating me seeing all the reels and everyone just kind of putting the the Bengals and the Chiefs on top with with how like the last two seasons have won and I, I don't understand why. It's 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 a form of recency bias, I'd say, and then plus the fact that um it, it could even be someone like the Josh Allen elbow injury, the interceptions recently. You know, it could be something in that. I mean, also, you got to look at last year, middle of the season, the Bills had a rough stretch, too. They lost to the Jaguars, who ended up getting the number one pick, right? So they had a rough stretch last year, too. Austin comes to the playoffs. Everyone's saying, like, their best team with with Kansas City, right? So, I don't I agree. I I think think everyone's counting out the Bills just because the Bengals beat the Chiefs. I I don't even understand why. Is your number who's your number five? I want to ask because I said 49ers, a little surprise. Um, even with I'm the quarterback that. situation, I mean, I, you're talking best. He, I, I that think, win against Miami's huge, yeah. For yeah, that was a big win. I put Cincinnati at five just because they've been playing really good recently. And I guess when I look at it, I just I want to see another week or two of Brock Purdy just to see what he has. Yeah, that, that's like kind of where I put the 49ers there. So it's kind of obviously game I what a, too. my power rankings got posted this morning, right? Yep. Power yeah, rankings so are Philly, Buffalo, Kansas City, Dallas, Cincinnati, Miami, Minnesota, then San Francisco. So I kind of, even though San Francisco beat Miami, I didn't really, I guess, move them just because the whole that was situation. Fair. I just, I moved Miami down a little bit just because Tua did not look good either. I'm I'm a little worried though with um again with Brock Purdy. I mean, how how could you not be right? But I mean, the rest of the team around him has been, you know, it's incredible. Yeah. it's incredible talent. And then the fact, right? I mean, CMC there. It's just it's tough for like losing Elijah Mitchell again. But I, I I'd imagine if if Purdy can play somewhat a role Jimmy G does, which again Jimmy G's role. I mean, I I know I like to I I, I sometimes you know look into Jimmy G's performances right, and I. I've questioned that as them competing long-term, but like um, I feel like Brock Purdy can do some of that. But again, I mean, his role is easier said than done nonetheless, right? Being that manager still Brock won them that game. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just the, I guess the system overall, or just what they've asked out of their quarterbacks has never been, I guess that great. I don't know. How do you feel against Miami after seeing them play a good defense? How do I feel about Miami or how do I feel about Miami? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel about Miami has how I have felt. I feel, I feel like they might be the, not going to say the worst, you know, I'm going to say the worst contender, meaning like, I think they're the worst out of all of my teams. I think that they can win at all. I think they are the worst team out of them because a, I mean, there's some inexperience there as much as, you know, we want to go about Tyreek, you know, and, um, but other, like, I mean, the team around, I, I feel inexperienced. I mean, I feel some inexperience, right. A first year head coach. I, yeah. I'm not going to say you're too early, but how do you feel about Tua? I should say, are you confident with, if you have Tua going into the playoffs, you're confident. No, I I mean, I've been, I've been on that train. I know if Jared was here. Oh, Oh, how dare you say that? Yeah. Cause I think you have to look at kind of the teams he's played against when they played Buffalo, they beat Buffalo. He had 186 yards, one touchdown, no picks. And then they played Cincinnati. I mean, that's the, the unfortunate game where he got that injury. But I mean, before that, 
stats weren't, I guess, phenomenal. And then goes to play San Francisco, 295 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. So when they've played good teams, he hasn't shown – he hasn't played great. He played good against uh, Baltimore, especially in the second half where he had like the six touchdowns, like 400 and some yards. But other than that, I guess whenever they've played a good team, he's not looked as good as everyone is, I guess, hyping him up to be. Yeah, but and, and the one thing he's done great, though, he, I mean, he's limited turnovers, right? Only five interceptions on the year. I mean, yeah, but I'm I more look at, I guess, I think Miami's going to make the playoffs, right? I mean, they're eight and four. They're pretty much a lock to make it to the playoffs. So at that point, when I'm looking at what teams should be contenders, it's I want to look at how they've performed against the other playoff teams because you're not going to be playing Houston. You're not going to be playing Cleveland or you're not going to be playing some of these other teams that like during the regular season, you can put up 350 yards for touchdowns, no yep. picks and make your stats look great. You're going to be playing those. You're going to be playing Buffalo's. You're going to be playing like San Francisco's or whatever. You're going to be playing those, those better teams. So I, I kind of look at that when I look at, like who's actually contenders. I want to see how they've played against them. And, and you're right. I mean, his worst games have came against good teams as, as you would expect. So I, th- there's gotta be some questions with his, you know, playoff. It, and yeah, it looks like this year, you, cause that'll be, this will be his playoff debut. Who'd you say were your contenders last week? Well, you had Buffalo, Kansas city, and did you have my Dallas or you were talking AFC? Um, yeah, I had Buffalo, I Kansas I, city. Yeah. I, I did include Miami. I think I think I did include Miami as the worst one. I might have. I think I had Miami as well. I mean, did I, think I say if Baltimore? I, I mean, I, now I wouldn't. I'd so. hope not. I'd hope not. I don't think I did. I think I said them as the best the pretender, though. Do you think what's Baltimore's record right now? Are they what seven eight, to five? eight and four? Eight and four. Are yeah, they? I, I think they've they've lost close games. I mean, they've lost games they should have won too. But now Lamar injury. Yeah, Lamar's or the Ravens should make the playoffs, I should say. Well, I don't I guess I don't they're not winning that division. Right? I don't think you can confidently nope. say they're winning the division. And then you got what they're going against who would the bottom wildcard team be? It'd be either the Chargers or the Patriots or Jets right now. Yep. So they have and to beat I'll, out like two of them, right? Mm-hmm. And but they have the tiebreaker over the Bengals right now because of head to head win percentage. But yeah, I mean, they're they're gonna, both in four. That's not going to probably prevail think, for the rest of the year. Yeah, no. Um, but you're looking right now then at the um strength of schedule metric and the strength of victory metric. I'm not those. Yeah, I think they're losing division by like one or two games. Like I don't don't think they're going to lose it on the a tiebreaker as far as the division goes. Well, I, I'm talking about like for playoffs in general. Though these oh, tiebreakers yeah, yeah. are relevant. So, um, well, oh, Jets they, being seven and five. Yeah, they have a fairly easy schedule though. If Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh again. Are you talking about Baltimore? Yeah. That's just Baltimore. Baltimore's going to make it in, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a matter of where they make it in, though. They could, based on some of these metrics, I think they'll make it in at uh, either the six or seven. Yeah, I'd say. Well, who's going to be the the five seeds? Either going to be Buffalo or Miami, right? Yep. You think? Yep. That's exactly what I'm looking at right now. And, and then, then it's gonna be, I th- I do think the Jets fizzle out. That defense can keep them in every game. 
But I mean, we saw it Pat- against Patriots Minnesota. at seven. We saw the Jets the were down what, twenty to three or something like that. Twenty to three, and yeah. they gave up what? What they give up the rest of the game? Like seven points or something. Well, right? yeah, they made it they competitive. Seven. When it looked yeah. like it was over. I mean, maybe not over, but. I guess that's like one of the things that makes me kind of question Minnesota as well. Just they, I know, like, I'm not saying Jets are a bad team. I think they're, uh, if they figured out their quarterback situation, I would say they're a, a real contender this year. Is that wild to say? Like, if they had a, a quarterback in that, like, kind of like 12 to uh, 10 to 12 range, would you say they're and a real contender? I, I think if Brees Hall didn't get injured too. That I, I would need yeah. that too. I mean, if they had Brees Hall and if they had like quarterback, say they had Jimmy G right now, with like Brees Hall injuries still, like with the current roster, they have Zonvin Knight as their running back. They have James Robinson. Like those are their running backs right now. Are they a contender? Eh. No, they'd be no. a really good pretender though. I'd put them with the Ravens. Might take them over the Ravens. I, I'm not. I'm I not have, sold the Jets. I'm yet. taking Jets over the Ravens right now, anyways. But okay. Well, um, well, with the quarterback situation, I would if the Ravens have even Lamar, with Lamar Grant, even with even Lamar. with Lamar's struggles. Yeah, you're just a little bullish on the Jets for me. I. It's not that bullish. I, I just the Ravens have not. It's more or less. I don't like the Ravens. I guess like with Lamar's struggles, we've seen him struggle in the playoffs already. Which obviously, I'm. I'm not. I guess. I don't buy into past playoff struggles as much as other people, I guess, but it's still, I, know, yeah. I mean, it's still like we've seen him. He didn't play amazing last year either. I mean, he's, he's had struggles throughout the season for a few years now. So I think, I don't know. That AFC playoff picture though is going to be interesting. You'd imagine, right? I mean, I don't think the Chargers are making it realistically. Plus, there's their no. strength of victory metric too with like tiebreakers. Even if it is, goes like, is Brandon Staley gone then? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am on that. I mean, his play calling. Like, I, I was, you know, at, even in fantasy, just looking at like kickers and stuff. You cannot have the, you cannot have the Chargers kicker, whoever it ends up being. You know, they've been, they had Cameron two or three Dyker or whatever. Right? Yeah, I think it's Cameron Dyker right now. Yeah, but. Like, what's the point of having him when he just goes on fourth down? You know, goes for it every time. Like people are. I mean, it's I don't. It's not even only that. It's just I don't understand how you can have like like they they're gonna play tough against Miami this weekend. Like it's gonna be a a one score game, a ten point game, something like that. But then they're they also go and play like they could play Houston and be a one score game too. Like I don't understand how they make every single game competitive, even when it shouldn't be. And when you have Justin Herbert, you have Austin Eckler. I don't think like most of these games should not be competitive, and they can't finish games. I mean, looking at like even when they played the Forty ers on Sunday Night Football. I mean, game right yeah. there. They they had two drives where they could have done something. Nothing. Um, it's you know they they can play good enough to to get in the game, but they. They can't finish games, and that's you know reflection. Mostly, I feel Brandon Staley. I know Jared's gonna would say if he was here, Justin Herbert. You know he's it's not him. I mean he's not it yet. He's not it. He could be it, but he's not it. That would, that's what Jared would say. But he hasn't won any big games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, like Sean Payton. That narrative. Sean Payton comes back. 
I don't see why he wouldn't want yeah. to go to the Chargers. But the Colts, the Colts, he can choose the quarterback. We talked about that last week. Yeah, you're agreeing you know, with him there. You're agreeing with Jerry. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, they get a high draft yeah. pick. Yeah, if he gets to decide no. the quarterback, though. All jokes aside, I do think. That's not how that works. If you're taking a proven top six young quarterback and is going yeah, to do this yeah. with 30 year over a rookie quarterback, even if you can choose a rookie quarterback, I would, but I you're could taking hear the that argument. top six quarterback every single time. I every could hear the time. argument. Also, money no. talks. Well, who knows what kind of contract that, um, you know, you'd imagine the bigger market would win out there and we know the bigger market, but doesn't one of the Walmart um, guys own the Chargers? Does he? I think so. What? I think I think one of the Waltons. Right? There you Walton, go. That's your name. So yeah. well, I think I think they have the money to to pay Sean. Yeah, Payton. no, I, I think they'll be okay. <laughs> you would think. Okay, I, I can agree with that too. But what else was I frustrated with in fantasy? There there is a a good bit I was, you know, Michael Pittman too. I mean, just I, you know, I'm not a fan of talking Colts a lot, but um Michael Pittman had a tough week and um you know, how about that Sunday night? Maybe it's uh, Jared kind of missed out on talking about a good game. You know, Detroit Sunday and da- game? Not oh, Detroit. Oh, yeah. Really uh, Dallas and Indianapolis. Destroyed. They got blown 54 out. 54 to 19. Uh, w- <laughs> Sorry, my a close game, game going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> my favorite point of the game was when the Colts were kneeling the clock out. Might have been the best part of the game. I was like, wow. <laughs> was it, was it yeah. still 21-19 going into the fourth? I think so. Jack Settleman, um, a fan of the podcast, was so. was sending scores of it and like showing like this and then that, and that was yeah, that was good I to think see. It was twenty one nineteen, and then and then Dallas scored like thirty some in the yeah. I think they scored thirty three in the fourth quarter. Then no, okay. Just they looking th- at the stats at this game, it was they did score thirty three unanswered in the fourth. If you're wondering, Colts wow. actually scored six. Yeah, it was nineteen twenty one nineteen and a three. But the, the part about this game that made it so remarkable was the Colts only or the, the Cowboys outgained the Colts by only 76 yards. <laughs> and then Yeah, that's because Mary um, Ryan was throwing more passes to the Cowboys than the Colts in the fourth quarter. But then what happened was the Colts had 18 first downs compared to the uh Cowboys 23, and the, the Colts had more time of possession. However, yeah. the turnover battle, five to one. Exactly. That, that's your deciding one, you know. And then remember, um, we were talking, it was minus 11 was the game coming in. The line was, yeah. And <laughs> and I said, it was looking I said, good going into the fourth. I think I said Cowboys by a couple scores. I didn't, I should have said many scores. So yeah. I didn't, I mean, this, this game might have been like, the announcers. I mean, just looking at it, Collingsworth, um, Especially Chris Gonsworth was kind of shocked too, right? I mean, this is again a primetime game. Uh Matt Ryan Matt Ryan is Yeah, how dude, did how did the NFL not flex this game out and flex either Chiefs? Like the, the, was it the yeah, either the Chiefs game or the the uh Dolphins 49ers game? Either one of those two. Either one. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um I feel like this would have been the game to flex. Was it the yeah. Jeff Saturday needs to be on primetime? Uh you know, first year I don't coach know. thing. Cowboys they big did, market. They flexed the Colts out in like a couple weeks though, right? Two weeks. I, I, think. I believe they did after this. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this game was in, terrible. Uh, was it the Eagles and Giants they put in, or is it the Cowboys and Giants, something like that? Is the I need to look at the East playoff game. 
they'll be good though. I, I'm was I've been happy so far with the flexes they've done. Haven't they mostly just yeah. done the Sunday night ones though? Haven't, they haven't done anything yeah, on Monday they, night. They've been all Sunday. I think I, they used Washington, all their flexes though. Right? Yeah, Washington, New York was our it was one of those flexes. I oh, again they flexed, that one's they flex that, that next week. Yeah, or that's week fifteen. Yep. I would have preferred that one to be um is there is there yeah, one I prefer? Don't flex that one. I mean, it's gonna have like playoff implications, but if you're gonna flex a game, like flex like a Burrow Mahomes, something that has like it's gonna have some fire. Well, the thing is, there isn't really a Burrow Mahomes that week. What there they should have oh. flexed the the Bills Bengals in week sixteen, I think. No, that's what they did. They put the Saturday night one, the Saturday night game, because week fifteen we got some Saturday games. They put yeah. Buffalo Miami at night, Saturday night, but then. They put, they they should have put. Well, I guess. Well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, that, that's a great Saturday night game, but yeah. I would have rather had that one Sunday night. I mean, Cleveland Baltimore is the other Saturday game there, and then there's another one at noon. Actually, so there's three. It's um yeah. Indianapolis. It's Colts and Vikings. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, but like it'll be a one score game. You mentioned your Burrow Mahomes. I Cincinnati Tampa Bay might have been like the the flex no. you could have done. No, well, that, that, that's if you want Burrow. Tampa Bay is Burrow one of those Brady, teams. Tam, okay, they're boring. I'm gonna when I was going off power rankings when I was making that this week, I could see the there's so clear of tiers right now for me. So it's a, it's the top eight, top eight of Philly, Buffalo, Kansas City, Dallas, Cincinnati, Miami, Minnesota, and San Francisco. Those are the teams where I want to watch them. They're very good teams. I think. Like they're easily gonna make playoffs, they can make a run, whatever. Then there's the next tier: Baltimore, Tennessee, Washington, New York, like New England, Tampa Bay. I guess you can put Seattle in there. But those are teams, and like the New York Giants, where I just, I mean, they're kind of on the fringe of the playoffs. Some of them, well, most of them, probably gonna make it, but they're not like exciting to watch. I guess. I, you could argue like Washington with Heineke, he's made it a little bit more exciting. Yeah, but like, yeah. are you ever going to go out of your way to watch a Tampa Bay game this year or a uh, Baltimore I, I, game? Their I get that. But not the good. point I was making was there's not a lot of good games, so that that is the best one to flex week 15 because you got can and I, I mostly agree with you with your power rankings with the with the you know, your classifications. I, I think you're yeah pretty close to spot on that. Kansas City is in Houston. Dallas is at Jacksonville. I mean, Philly's in Chicago. Like, ooh, Detroit and the Jets. That'll be a good game. Honestly, yeah, that'll, be, that'll the, be a good new one. Detroit's offense is for real. I think we'll see that this week too against the Minnesota. I know that. I know well, Minnesota's already been as good real. as the Jets, but their offense yeah, I mean, has been like last week. legit, like all all season. Golf's playing the best he's played like statistically in his career, basically. Yeah, and that's the Jameson Williams playing like what five snaps, something like that. Like he barely played too. He got one target, I believe, was a stat. Yeah, he had one target, no catches. But and you're hoping you could have done like the Chargers, Tennessee, I guess. That was but yeah. Again, that's that's not going to be a, a super. No, that that by the way, that New York Washington, I watched that overtime. That was painful. Yeah, I I didn't watch the game. Was that that was this last Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that for the Packer game right after they they went to that coverage? Uh, yeah, I didn't get. I didn't watch much of the Packer game either. I had a lot of oh, 
stuff I had to do for a, a like kind of school stuff, but school I watched work. like oh. probably probably a half a two and a half quarters, something like that. But let's I, go. I, let's I, go back to week fourteen. All right. Well, we're, we're sorry, talking, we're talking we're talking all about week fifteen, and I'm like, hold on, we, we'll talk about that next week. I mean, it, it's pretty much it's playoff times, right? We're talking yeah, playoff I mean, we're implications. Looking... Do you still sure, think Giants we just... make it? Giants. Eh. Oh, I was the one who originally said Giants aren't going to make it when they had the yeah, hot. I start. said Giants weren't going to make it. Oh, you said it way like seven and two. I said it really early. Yeah, and you haven't said it since though. Well, I'll I say it again. like no, I don't think I they're said like two it. weeks ago. I think when they're like I, I seven said after and... like week six, week seven when they yeah. were like five and one or whatever it was. Yeah. You don't think they're making it? No. And it's nothing against, you know, what Brian Dale's done. It's it's just been, the team. I feel like you've been flopping like back and forth on that a little bit. Haven't really? you? Yeah, I feel like it was because no. we started talking about like what their schedule was and a lot of the games look like they should have won them pretty easily. And then I think they like won a few games and they're like six and one or something like that. And I think you're kind of like on the fence saying like they're probably going to make it just because their schedule. Maybe, no, maybe, not. but the fact of the matter is, um, no, I, I don't think they're making it. But the thing is, it's them. It's got to be them or the Commanders, basically, who make it, right? Unless we see Detroit, yeah. Atlanta, or Green Bay well, sneak in there. I mean, Seattle's in there as well. Detroit, but Seattle's gonna... Detroit probably has the best chance. Well, based on um, all the the head to head metrics, whatever, they do have the best chance. Uh, well, plus Green Bay's got to win out just to have like a chance. Green Bay's got to win out, and then they need um, Seattle to lose um, all their games except they, they can only win one of their next few games, same with Washington. Do you think I Seattle's going to make it? Out of so, What if Seattle misses and the Giants and Washington both make it? Oh I think that would be terrible for football. Yeah, Giants aren't making it. <laughs> they play Philly twice yet. They play Minnesota. Yeah. Washington. That, that's why I I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that's what I was looking at and said they they weren't making it. Yeah, so yikes. maybe it was Jared. But uh, well, I in Jared's defense too. I know he's not here, but he's mentioned Washington being that team. Uh, you probably even though the records you know seven five and one for, for the Commanders compared to seven four and one, you gotta like the Commanders shot to make it over to the Giants based on just schedule. Well, and, I think Giants lose this week and then they have the same record. Does that yeah. put? Does that put Giants ahead or is Washington ahead? Um, I have the metrics up. Eh, conference record. Where's division? One, two, one. Giant. Oh, yeah. It's going to put the commanders ahead. Yeah. On, so based on division Washington record. Washington passes them. Then they play each other again. I think even though, like, I still think Giants can lose, like, two of their last three games anyways against Minnesota and Philly. I don't know, Philly looked yeah. – Everyone's kind of questioning. Yeah, their, yeah, I was. Jalen Hurts had, had a few poor passing games in a row, and then made everyone just kind of. I was talking. And, I know I was. Yeah, I, I was one who was like, eh, "This really team's losing yards. steams, steam." Yeah, no, they look eighty yards. I mean, that game single-handedly, that game in one trade got the Titans GM fired. <laughs> what I mean, yeah. Look, that AJ Brown trade might have I been think, the nail. Like, if if he doesn't trade AJ Brown, he probably still has a job. Other stuff yet, but well, well I would. I, would I don't think, think so, that was. Like, with, yeah, that wasn't like the full. But I'm saying that that had to be like yeah. a nail in the coffin, right? I mean, um, 
the big thing was you haven't not I, I know we're talking right now just Titans whatever but um draft pick wise I mean when you haven't really hit on a huge pick I mean you drafted AJ Brown whatever well, but like yeah. Derrick Henry not just whatever but like solid but again Derrick Henry being the other one a lot of the defense I mean solid but again I just feel like well we we've seen every game where the other team has like a a decent uh, front seven, they stopped Derrick Henry in the Tennessee's scoring, what, under 20 points for sure. I mean, it was what he had 11 carries for like 30 yards or something. And oh, that I never, far. I mean, I've seen, we've seen teams stop Derrick Henry, but never to like, I feel like never to this extent. I mean, that was remarkable. Well, yeah, because um, I think most times like teams will stop him, but they don't jump out to it because Tennessee has a good defense as well. So they kind of hold teams kind of where it's close enough they can still use Henry. Which the game like, script. Philly stopped, stopped Derrick Henry early, and they put up a lot of points early. And then it was kind of like they had a pass. Like Hill's got a pass. have an option. Yeah. You mentioned Jordan Davis being back as a big story. Back, and yep. and he was back, and lo and behold. I mean, what a, what a time for him to be back. We should have touched on that more last week, right? I mean, that, that when, front yeah. seven. That front seven's well, got to be like they just signed front sevens. Dominican Sue, they got uh, Linville Joseph, they got these Fletcher old Cox experienced vets. Fletcher Cox, their front seven is experienced and they're good. They got they got some big guys there, and like, Kobe Dean is playing. Kobe Dean yeah. played. That's a I mean, we talked about in the draft too. Um, that you know that that defense especially. Um, I mean, it was a defense that we many were high on, you know, like the Hassan Reddick thing. Like, like people were high on, but nobody knew from this extent that they were going to be this, you know, dominant. I'd say, and the big thing was, right? I mean, guys, even who we even mentioned, like Josh Sweat, Javon Hargrave, um, you know, TJ Edwards, like those guys, especially Darius Slay too. You know, I mean, Darius got to be James top Bradbury. That's a top five. Johnson top three, really good. Before he's same missed some time injury. with injury now, but yeah. I mean, this is why I was saying, I forget if it was last week or two weeks ago now, where if I was the 49ers, like the Eagles are the last team I want to play in the playoffs because they can, what other teams can, I don't think Dallas can match San Francisco's physicality. Like on the line, I think San Francisco is going to beat Dallas, but I think Philly can match them very well. Yeah, I, I think this defense is, you know, this this team is going to be, after this last week, after this past week of games, you got to say this team is the favorite to come with the NFC, right? Yeah. Even over 49 and even with, right, easily. And I think the real bigger question is, you know, who's number two? Is it, you know, is it the 49ers, the Cowboys? Yeah, the, basically that, those are the two. And it's how much you value the Garoppolo injury and how much you feel, you know, the Cowboys can win that big game. I think, I, well, I, Dallas, have they had like a, a big win yet this year? I know Dak missed some time, but Dallas, like they, I mean, they they've been blowing out. Yeah, I guess Minnesota Vikings. Forgot about yeah, it's that. the biggest. Like they've been blowing out these bad teams by like 30, 40 points, which is it's what you're supposed to do. So obviously you can be like, yeah, like they're a good team. They're blowing out the bad teams. Obviously like they blew out Minnesota too, but I don't know. So I, I saw, I'm looking at defensive stats too with it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I like obviously I think Dallas is top three in the NFC for my contenders, but I don't know. I'm taking 
Philly over anyone in the NFC quite easily. I mean, I picked well, them over I, over the Giants it. this week. My first my first team pick, I took the Giant or took the Eagles. So and you're getting you're getting a Philly, and they are coming in hot, and the Giants are not. So you gotta like that. Um, uh, well, defense too. I mean, Cowboys. I think what their brand butter, of course, is getting the quarterback. They got 48 sacks already this year. Yeah, that's number one in all football. And then Eagles, number two, they are 42. But then inter- interceptions is like turnovers is a crucial part of that Eagles defense that makes you know it's 15 15 interceptions for them. That's kind of where they've stopped. They're like top five in every defensive metric. So overall, you would have to imagine they are. Yeah, they're great defense. I mean, top three yeah. NFC teams all have great defenses. You got San Francisco, Dallas, and Philly. But- Minnesota does not, but they have won one score games. And that is why, yeah, as you pointed like out, right. nine of their 10 wins have been one score or something like that. It's something ridiculous. So- I think I think the one was against the Packers where they won like by like 15 or 16, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we see Detroit being favorited against the Vikings. It's, it's at Ford Field. So, I mean, it's not like this huge surprise. It's not like when, when you're taking uh, the game. Dallas, I'm taking Detroit. Oh, I was and this tempted is the to game take Detroit. I was tempted oh. to take Detroit in the, the last round of the team picks today. but And I'll, I'll talk about this because we're doing the live show. So, at our last live show, we, um, we announced right a giveaway of like two cards, which I have right here. It's a uh, Luke Gedeke and Bobby Portis. But um, at that live show, we actually had an individual come up to us, talk with us. He was he was taking Detroit over five and a half wins. He had his family became they became Lions family, right? And this is the win that could get him over that five and a half, Zach. Yeah, wait. What was he was taking the Bears under too? What was the Bears line? Was it four? Bears and under half was it? it was four and a half, I think. And he, but the, the, hit that the, too. He, took the, he took Nebraska to win the Big Ten West, though. So that was kind of uh, the, yeah. the one that was like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you win some, you lose some. Two out of three. Yeah, but the thing was, I, I'm pretty sure he was he was more bullish on that Nebraska one. <laughs> I think that, oh, that one was the bigger yeah. one. Um, that one's not looking so good, but well, that one's over. He's got, he's that, one, that, one, that one, that one lost. Yeah. Per, Purdue won the West. Yeah, that one's over. Yeah, but well, it, I'm, yeah. We'll have to have that guy in the offseason. I'll, I'll I'll see if he would want to come on and we can we can chat chat it out and kind of the strategies. But yeah, Nebraska, they ended up finishing four and eight, sixth in the Big Ten West. So in case you're wondering, uh, that did not happen. But the bright side is though that Detroit five and a half. Like all offseason, if you heard anyone talking about futures, you heard you heard about Detroit five and a half, right? I think that yeah. was I mean that team. I'm worried long term for the Packers going against that team. They're gonna have a probably how would you how say long like term? second, third overall pick? They're having second or third overall pick with they got the Rams pick. So they have a very early pick. They still got their like normal first round pick, which will be uh, probably teens, I'd say. They got developed and though. Their receiving core is phenomenal. Amon oh, yeah. Well, assuming Jameson Williams plays up to what we all are expecting, but they got a monitor. Yeah. They got that DeAndre Swift. They got shark uh, underrated shark. Yeah. Well, we got to, you know, okay. Lions though. We need better usage from Swift. This Jamal Williams usage is so annoying for Swift owners, Swift including myself. Week. 
He he did fine, but like, he's, if you're gonna limit him and give him some sort of snap count for four, four, three or four straight weeks, you're better off not playing him. You really aren't. I just I I don't see the point. You're you, I think you should when you play him. I don't think it should be five touches a game and then like five targets. That that's kind of what it's been. Why? I mean, it, well, not last week, but I like mean, the, that has been frustrating. The, that's five touches they're getting out of him. That if they think he's he makes their team better when he's on the field, right? Oh, a lot better. I, he's better yeah. than Jamal Williams. So, if they, so I mean, if they can get him five touches. Why not get him the five touches? Why would you take zero touches when you can get five? Oh, I, I agree, but I mean, I'd rather maximize his usage. Why well, so. fast football? They're well, trying to keep healthy. They're thinking. Oh, I, I know, I know, and I, I'm talking. They, but they don't see Swift as a three down running back. Is what I is what I see. I see it as they want him to stay healthy. Well, so they're trying to. They don't. So they don't see a three down running back usage. right now. No, you, no, I guess because they would rather him play limited snaps and be able to play every week than play, than get the twenty five touches, twenty twenty five touches, whatever it is. And I don't and expect that value. Get I, I mean, yeah. he, with his type, he's. I still feel like he's. You know, you throw him with like Travis Etienne, Ramondre Stevenson. Like, I mean, they're kind of similar in terms of they'll get a lot of target. Like, I mean, they're kind of pass catch first. Uh, it's fair to say even Austin Eckler, you know, of course not to that standard though. Cause Eckler's getting those touchdowns where as he we know, just last week who Swift did. Yeah. Yeah. He I'm complaining. I, I'm, complaining, complaining about? I'm complaining about the, the five weeks or six weeks before that when he's been playing. Yeah. I mean, he is around. The, Sorry. The it's a, it's a little premature or not premature, but um, a little late he's after valid, that. But, if you're doing like a, a daily fantasy draft or something right now. If you're doing like the the sleeper, yep. The those Wait. drafts, he's really good value right now. I got him in probably two or three drafts I've done so far. I got him in. I think I'm the, looking where he's at right fifth now. Round, fourth, fifth round, something like that. He is. I was also right drafting on like Monday night. So, <laughs> do they have it out yet? He's right now going to number yeah. seven. No way. Yeah. Actually. Well, yeah, I don't know if he's good value anymore then. <laughs> oh no, now he's going. Okay, now I see he's at number twenty six. He's at number twenty six overall, but number seven for running back. Sorry, that's that's good yeah. value. Hold on, I'm trying to look at look at where I got him because I I don't think I got him in the. Oh, of course, it's not loaning now. DJ Moore's going as wide receiver thirty two. If you asked, I was not asking. Really. <laughs> Uh, I got DeAndre Swift. Hold on, I want to see my my draft. Yeah, here. if you're wondering what Zach's talking about, it's a sleeper draft basically, where it's like a DFS style, but for drafting, yeah. like it's like it's like fantasy football but DFS style. Pretty cool. I got Swift in the yeah in the fourth round. So I guess yeah, Swift that's but where round. he's going. Okay, read read us your team, please. It's PPR. Keep in mind. Hold on, I got four teams so far. <laughs> I started drafting the favorite. Oh, I don't even know who's on each team. Um, we're gonna go with. All right, we're gonna look at this one quick. I think this one I went receiver heavy and some. All right, yeah. So I got Devonte Adams, Jamar Chase, DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, Ramondre Stevenson, and then I don't like the like the end. I got George Kittle, who I just I kind of need a tight end. I probably should have waited for Pat Fryermuth. Um, but then I got Tua and Mike Evans. 
I wanted to get um, Garrett Wilson. Shocker. And somebody took him at the beginning of the sixth round. I was shocked at that. Like, I was doing other drafts right before it, and I was getting him in the eighth round. So. You got him? You got him in the eighth round? Oh, wow. Yeah, his, his okay. He's, he's still we, we were late. talking league. We were talking league winners today, a little bit, and you know, right now all, all all signs would point. I'm talking about players, uh, oh. Christian Watson, Garrett Wilson, who you mentioned, which right now look like the clear cut guys. And you know, there's always that. There's that saying. Um, there's always been, or in the last six years, there's been one rookie wide receiver to finish in the top twenty. Looks like Olave right now. All things you know are held constant, but. You know, well, Wilson is Garrett and, Wilson right now. He's 18, 19. He'll be top oh, 20. He's top 20 right now. Yeah, I was getting to him. I was saying Olave points, though, to oh, a guy man. who could still What's finish. Olave right now? Olave, he just had a rough week, didn't he? Um, He's he 16 right now. Weeks. He's wide receiver 16. He's falling off a little bit. He, well, but, oh, okay. You know, and this finished. might be the... Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you know, Olave right now is your number one rookie receiver in terms of fantasy output. Wilson, rest of the season, though, is certainly, you know, it looks pretty likely to pass him. Um, Watson, even. Watson, of course, has skyrocketed over these past few weeks, but he still is only wide receiver 36. So, all right, listen to this another one of my teams. All right, Devontae Adams. I like Devontae Adams, but you can give him the end of the first round. And Austin Eckler, Jalen Hurts, Saquon, Stevenson. Then you got Devontae Smith, Garrett Wilson, and Greg Dulcich. That's how I ended the draft then. See, I like Dulcich a lot. I mean, your last pick actually might be my favorite. Not just because you said it last, yeah. but because uh, Sutton just got ruled out. I mean, not ruled out, but we talked unlikely to play. He's probably not going to play. Devontae Smith, you know, he when when um, Hurts is throwing I'm the ball 25, 30 times. I wasn't a big fan of Devontae Smith, but I mentioned that too. But yeah, yeah, I think they could still Your pass. Looks good though. Like I mean, that's that's good value you're getting. It really is. Dulcich in last round. I mean, he's probably going to be. It's going to go Judy and then him for in terms of targets. Yeah, but it's also Denver. <laughs> well, I, I I get you're you're probably not going to get touchdowns with him, but you're going to get receptions. You get like 12, I mean, 15 points out of him. Yeah, I know it's shooting shooting high, but I mean what worries me is the last four weeks he's had 14 and a half, three, seven, two. So it's kind of the floor really isn't there just because it's like Mike Evans this year, like every year. I'm gonna blame it on the offense just because the Denver offense is that bad. I think that's kind of what his why his floor is so low, but do you think you think that offense is more Hackett, more Wilson, or both? I think it's the easy answer is both. I'm gonna say both. Yeah, I'd probably say both. Wilson has been terrible. Like I, you really can't defend him anymore. I guess. Yeah, but. it's hard to even say this. Like system X is why Russell Wilson's not performing. No, it's Russell Wilson. But at the same time, yeah, he's been bad. The Hackett system, as we've seen hasn't benefited or hasn't helped it. I, I think it's kind of the way to look at it. Now, what does Denver do, though? I mean, they can't get rid of Russell Wilson. <laughs> no, they, you put some, like when we talk offseason, like I think they're going to be a big one. 
talk about what in the world's going on with them. What are the Bears going to do with their money? What What are the Rams going to do? I, Bears I mean, there's fun team to watch. Bears. I mean, yeah, I, I would think so. What are the Packers going to do? Uh, I think those are kind of big ones. Do you want to go ahead and do our uh, giveaway right now for Thrive? Go for it. You got Just it. see it here. So again, Luke got a key. Here it is. A Valor's High School graduate uh, went then to, you know, they have down. This one does say Western Michigan University. It actually was Central Michigan. So fun fact, card has an air, but it's autographed. And um, he was also at Stevens Point. And then we have Bobby Portis. Zach, you know Bobby Portis, right? I hope so. Yeah. Good. Basketball. This is a New York Knicks card, both autographed, in case you're wondering. Um, I thought one of them was numbered. Uh, Neither are numbered, but, you know, still autographed. And we have 10 contestants here. I have a random number generator. And again, thank you to each one of these people for supporting us on our Thrive Fantasy, you know, the, the journey here. And again, if you want to join Thrive Fantasy, that link is down below in the link tree. So just click on that. And you can get all signed up and use promo code J2M. And again, I have our 10 contestants here. And I'm going to spin it three times, Zach. I'll read you the numbers. So number one, we're going to go with number three, by the way. Like the third number I, I read. So I spin it once. Am I on the list? I get, can I win this? No. Can you win this? Yeah, no. No, no, no we have some people. Like I'll read some of the people I recognize. Mikey Ohanik, right? Thank you for your support. It's been in the chat. Sometimes no Oldman's can win this. Uh, Trent Persinger, you know, people in our leagues, Riley Hummel could win this. He's in the podcast league. So those are just a few of the names and let's read some here. Here. Number one, I spin is number one. Spin number two is number eight. And then spin number three here. This will decide our winner. It is number 10, number 10. Oh no. Who is? Oh no. Oh, come on. Our winner is Miranda Roush. Wow, look at that. Miranda, (laughs) thank you for signing up for Thrive. We will be in contact with you for your prize, which will be delivered over winter break, you know, the next month or two. Thank you, Miranda, for your support. Again, you'll be winning. This is what was won, right? Luke Edeke, signed card. Valor's people will appreciate that. And then Bobby Portis autograph. So... That is what you'll win. That's what that's what was given out today. Again, we have a giveaway coming around for Christmas. Again, to thank everyone here for their support. But otherwise, Zach, you know, do you have anything else here you want to touch on before we wrap up? No, I think we're good to end it. Yeah, it was no Jared, so it was just a lot of us talking. A lot more talking than usual because Jared usually likes to run his mouth. So I'm a little a little parched, to say the least, but um, yeah, that's, you know, Thrive Fantasy. Again, want to make sure I include that one more time. Promo code J2M. Get your journey to millions started. Uh, you'll see power rankings coming up on, um, you know, for football you saw today. You'll see each and every Wednesday. There are basketball power rankings debuting next week. You'll see those next Monday. And then if you saw, I mentioned on Monday, the Bucks prediction post, the new ones out. Special thanks to Zach here, marketing man, to get that done. Looks looks fantastic. Love the new layout. So thank you, Zach, on that. But otherwise, am I missing something? Any any other announcements here? No. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, you'll see the, the team and player picks coming out Thursday and Friday, so tomorrow and Friday. And again, that'll wrap it up here for Zach Roush and myself, Drew Skyberg, here on this Wednesday night. 
Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew Sports Crew, the journey to a million, the perfect podcast for you.